0: Top Shelf Fantasy.
1: All right. Hey there, Shelfies. The season has officially kicked off. Week one is in the books. We have Top Shelf Podcast number 267 here. It's September 12, 2023. We'll do a little uh, hold them, fold them. Um, some news, some very big news, injuries, and just kind of some takeaways and notes uh, that we saw during week one. Uh, Craig, good to have you back. It's been been a bit. It's been a it's been an off season of uh,
2: of I can't make it. <laughs> so Fair. it is glad to be back for the uh, first week, and uh, I hope that the whole season goes smoothly for all of us, and uh, we all can get together, which is it's 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 a fun time of the year get week one in the books. Well really the fun time is is like Sunday week one around like twelve forty five, right before Scott Hansen gets on, and then one o'clock hits, one fifteen hits, and 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 then your mood starts to slowly get worse. Yeah, and it's like, like one ten, it's like injuries yeah. start to pile in. Yeah,
1: then it's like <laughs> one fifteen it's like so and so has turned to to questionable. I'm like, well that's probably means out. <laughs> yeah, this and then facts. by
2: by the end of the day, you look like you've gone through like five or six dumpsters diving for a, 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 any kind of piece of positive news for your fantasy teams.
1: Yeah, and then you look at your bench like uh, bench still sucks. Um, I guess got to blow some fab. But um, but it is it is exciting to be talking fantasy football again. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll just start off with the, uh, the big injuries pretty much the injuries so far this year have been Achilles and hamstrings that's pretty much the only two A few concussions here and there but um Craig get into the uh Rico Suave part of the news the Rico Suave part of the news I, I don't know just go I I think I fucked it up just go
2: Aaron Rodgers Achilles injury um that's the that's the big one I wrote on here the big one and then the other big one um so we all have heard it. If you if you're a football fan, we all know it. Aaron Rodgers is out for the year, so that's that's pretty lame to to be honest. After all the build up, the big storyline, it sucks. I don't think that we need to specifically talk about it because anytime you put on the TV, it's it's going to be talked about. J.K. Dobbins, this one I think if we could talk about just a little bit, I feel really bad for the guy. He cannot stay healthy. And not just these little minor ankle injuries or this, you know, shoulder things or, you know, lagging um, or nagging, excuse me, knee injuries. These are big, big, big injuries on this player. And and this guy's leg, it it has to look worse than than Alex Smith's leg when when he broke it and had about 17 screws in it. So unfortunately for this guy, I'm not sure how much we see him in the future.
1: It's unfortunate, too, because he Tried to do that small holdout thing this summer. Um, not going to camp, trying to get some money. But we all said, you know, you haven't really shown anything yet. This is probably why he tried to get that. He knew that he wasn't going to be able to last that long in the NFL. Um, so he's out for the year, unfortunately. I don't know what, what his future looks like after all these injuries. Um, last year was contract. I, I don't know. It's, it's, he's not going to get a big contract next year, so it's yeah, concerning. It's not going to happen. Correct. And
2: and after, I don't know if it's the same leg. I don't know if anyone's ever come out and actually mentioned what leg it is and, and whatever. Uh, I can't remember what the ACL leg was, but say, for instance, it's the same one. I don't know how you have confidence in that leg for another couple of years. I mean, look at what we're, we just saw a, a tweet, maybe 15 minutes ago, Tariq Cohn is coming back after 2020, you know, the last time he played and so many different knee injuries and so many other leg injuries that has happened to him. Um, you know, this could, it could be a long hiatus for, for Dobbins, for him to feel comfortable enough. Um, but those are the two major injuries. So, Um, there could have been more. You know, there could always it could always be worse. (laughs) It could be worse. You're right. So, uh, moving on to some other smaller ones. Deontay Johnson had a hamstring injury, expected to miss a few weeks. That one was pretty clear when he fell. He grabbed that hamstring, and it it looked I was right away. You
1: you knew you knew right away. That's at least three weeks. Yeah.
2: So that's 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 one there. Um, let's go with another hammy, Greg Dulcich. Uh, he's got a hamstring injury, and he we've got out indefinitely, in quotes, uh, for what we've been told from the coach. Who knows what that could be? Um, let's see. I don't see any other hamstring injuries. Well, we, so. we, we
1: could put we'll, – we'll talk about him later, though, but Aaron Jones, just because there's been no news about his hamstring. Oh, I didn't even know he got hurt. When he scored a second touchdown, he literally ran to the end zone, grabbed his hammer and then ran right in the tunnel. Oh, and didn't play nice. again. So didn't I'm like, see that I waiting for news. There's no news yet, but that's a person too that pulled his hammy. Yep, like you said, <laughs> it's hammy season.
2: Um, let's go with Kenneth Gainwell has a minor rib injury. Um, this one just popped up on one of the sleeper alerts, so don't know how bad it is. Um, they play Thursday. Other... That's do they play Thursday? Yeah, right. So this is this is that time yep. of the year. That it if if i'm I'm sure you're right, this is that time of the year where things start to get really wonky in fantasy football where okay, who is it, okay, Kenneth Gainwell came out, he's got all the carries, Well, say he's hurt now Swift goes in, Swift gets all the carries, or maybe it's Penny, and who was a healthy scratch, and now we go, all right, so now who is it in week three so this is mm-hmm. it's a very, very confusing time of the year, especially when injuries like this pop up, so it kind of sucks. I keep an eye on it. Um, this is a backfield of truthers too I'd like to say yeah, this is there are <laughs> a game lot of truthers. truthers there's penny truthers there are swift truthers this is you have a guy that you think it is and you don't think it's the other ones Yeah,
1: like so, all the game old truthers are like yeah penny is healthy scratch oh he's <laughs> starting F you Yeah, swift truthers and then game was hurt the switcher tr- tr- truthers are like yeah screw you guys good he's hurt it's this just a whole a,
2: lot of screw you guys.
1: Then just jailed her to score a touchdown so it doesn't matter. Yeah. It'll be Boston Scott next week. Yeah, he was in there. <laughs> he he like he'll never not be there. I don't get it. Um but good for him.
2: Um I'll just run through the last bit of the injuries yep. before we can get to the news just to get those quick. Evan Hall, backup running back this past week for the Indianapolis Colts, Colts is going to IR. Um That's huge. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it there Moss could be coming back, Zach Moss. So right. don't know what that works out to be. Um, I know Kareem Hunt's looked at the, the Colts or has visited the Colts for a little bit uh, this past offseason. So we'll, we'll see what that goes there. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned Austin Eckler has a minor ankle injury. Don't know the the uh, severity of that, but just keep an eye on it. Jacoby Myers is in concussion protocol. Oh, what's up,
0: Dows? What's going on, Shelfies? Scotty and Craig. What's going on?
1: Dallas just does the intro. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's September 67. I figured now that I'm here, uh, the podcast can get started.
1: (laughs) Thanks for joining Dallas. But yeah, what Curry just says Jacoby Myers and concussion protocol after coming off of a massive game.
0: Yeah, he's uh, a wide receiver, like, I don't know, three or four or five. Yeah, he's up there for the league. I looked at saw it today, and I was like, that's surprising, but awesome. Yeah, that's, that's
2: one thing where I don't know how many people have him in leagues, but um, I think it's over 50%, so he's probably not on a waiver wire. But uh, if he is, you get him, even though he's in concussion protocol.
0: Yeah, even as a stash. I mean, you've seen Jimmy Garoppolo do this with guys his whole career, I mean, when he's healthy. Well, like, he's,
2: a McD- he's a McDaniels guy.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see what's the next one. Yeah.
2: Um, is this? Oh, this is. This should be news, right? Stafford still got it.
1: Yep, not yeah. an injury, <laughs> not injured yet. yet. That's like yeah. week four. <laughs> oh,
2: this is a positive injury <laughs> story. Yeah. He's not hurt.
1: Yeah, Stafford still got it. Uh, no passing t- TDs, but I think three hundred and forty passing yards ripped Seattle's defense in half. I think everyone thought Seattle would crush them. Pretty much the opposite. I yeah, I, I
0: thought too. this year would be a roll a rollover for the Rams and. uh, I mean, I bet you would kill people in survivor pools across the world. I would think so.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, So, little bit of news. Everything else is more, like, injury-related. But, uh, obviously, this is injury-related. But the the news here is that Robert Sala has come out and said that Zach Wilson is the Jets' starting quarterback. Does not sound like they're going to go after a Tom Brady that everyone wants them to do. Or uh, maybe bring Phillip Rivers out of retirement. Or, or Matty Ice. It sounds more as though that I think, Scott, you had mentioned it earlier today, maybe Colt McCoy or, um, you know, another another Nick Foles when I saw. So, yeah, so this is, this is their quarterback.
0: I mean, it's it's, to me like a familiarity with the offense type of thing too. It's like, no matter who they bring in, you're talking about weeks to get to a startable quarterback level. So um, at least, you know, give Zach Wilson the faith for now. If, he sucks. Then you you address it later on. If he's good, then you gave him the the faith he needed to do to do that. So, I can see it kind of both ways, I suppose. Yeah, and
2: Aaron Rodgers has also worked with Zach Wilson this offseason in certain you know you know he's they talked about it on Hard Knocks with his cadence thing. And, you know he's picked up a few tricks. So when Aaron Rodgers is healthy enough to stand on the sideline, I I I fully think that he'll be coaching help coaching him throughout games. Yep. So I think it's a good dynamic. Um other news, especially injury related again, but Melvin Gordon is being called up to the active Ravens roster. Um as he was in on the team in preseason, put on the practice squad and now with the injury it looks like. Uh he'll be up this week. Uh don't know what the future holds for the Ravens backfield, but as of now we know it's Justice Hill,
0: uh Gus Edwards, and now Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I know I saw people floating the idea around um, talking about, like, Leonard Fournette or um, any no- other number of guys. Like, I think a lot of people forgot Melvin Gordon was sitting on the practice squad. I mean, I think he's a, a viable call up at the very least. Um, I do think it's the the Gus Edwards and Justice Hill show for the, at least the short term. But, I mean, Melvin Gordon's no slouch, and you've seen him contribute year over year. So, And plus, yeah, Justice Hill point. and Gus are the healthiest
1: of bags. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: that's very true. But By any
1: means. There's yeah. also,
0: uh, who is the, is Tyler Beatty or Batty still even there?
1: He's in Denver. He's in Denver.
0: Hmm.
1: hmm. Interesting. That was last year, yeah. Yeah, cut and trade or
0: whatever. But
2: I'm outside. sure it'll be someone in a couple of weeks that everyone falls in love with and
1: spends $51 on the waiver wire for.
0: Be oh, like a... okay, Craig. Ty Johnson, I get it. $51.
1: <laughs> Where's Ty? Is he in Arizona still?
0: Or get cut? Probably still somehow with the Jets. We just don't even know about it. No, I'm thinking of uh, Tyson Williams. Um, I was thinking
1: of
2: Ty Chandler for a second. Mm. Tyson <laughs> oh. Williams was the guy last year, yeah. Tyson Tyson Williams
1: was the guy that, that yeah. was two years ago, and I still can't forget about those two Jeez. weeks. Yeah.
0: Wow. Feels like yesterday.
1: <laughs> Big fab he <See>, got cut. <laughs> In yeah. week three,
0: I'm like, yeah, he looked pretty good. I don't know. Same Ravens. Davis story. was there a couple years ago.
1: This this
2: Ravens backfield has been the same story for the last three years. Yeah. Ever since and, they got Dobbins.
1: And they're so deep at running back, then it ends up being. Latavius Murray or, or Devonta Freeman, like you know, happens every single year with these guys. You know who
0: was a guy that could uh, go back there? Kenyon Drake.
2: He was there for a hot minute. That's true. I think Melvin Gordon was on their team at one point last year too, right? Am yeah, i thinking of. No, okay. You're correct. All right, yeah. no. they also had Lat Murray. I don't know where he is now.
0: Lat's well, in Buffalo, getting getting Buffalo. looks, getting yeah, passes
1: yeah. thrown to him. Some big passes last night. Yeah. we're we're talking oh we're talking way too much about these yeah sorry yeah yeah yeah. I took some
2: (laughs) notes um throughout throughout the day just to try and like maybe put up put up here we don't have to go over them too much um if there's something you want to highlight let me know one thing I did want to say is even though Derek Carr had a good fantasy day he looked like garbage he he was overthrowing a ton and it was just notable how it was not not the type of of quarterback Play you're looking for Rashid Shahid? Yeah, he he did well, but that's also because Carr just kept chucking it, chucking bombs the whole time, and the guys running a four four forty all day long. So it worked out fantasy wise, but I think uh, I don't know. I just I just, I just thought the car sucked.
1: Yeah, it was similar to last year where it's like, oh, why is he getting benched? Like fantasy wise, he's like a QB twelve, but like you actually watch and play, it's like it's not going to help your team win,
0: right? I mean, Olave had a good game, too. So if if he wants to look shitty, I'm fine as long as the fantasy guys are, are relevant. Even Michael Thomas. I mean, he got a couple yeah. points. So,
1: or you have Benjamin yeah. putting Jameis and Olave t- to the fucking moon.
0: Yeah, very, very
1: true. <laughs> but um, this one,
2: I'll admit, uh, I, I was not big on Calvin Ridley because of the absence. And uh, I was wrong. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I have So been like against
0: him, so... Like, as wrong as you want to say that you are, I don't know how many games he gives you 11 targets and he catches 100 yards and a touchdown. Like, he played Indy. Let's not let's not blow it out of proportion. He played Indy. I don't want to say one way or the other, but before I say Calvin Ridley's fully back, I'd like to see him do it again. But, you know, hey, one game. Hey, what else can you do? He, he knocked the guy down in front of him. Right. That's all you, that's all you can do in one week. Anyone else want to look at these and talk about Yeah, I'll I'll do the
1: next one. (laughs) Uh, Bryce Young is going to have a long year. I do agree. Um, The only promising thing fantasy-wise is it looks like his favorite target is Hayden Hurst, just because he's right there at the two-yard line each time. So, um, yeah, we'll see if it gets better. But um, overall, some okay throws, some throws that you just, I mean, a lot of throws batted down.
0: Um, Yeah. And we should have seen short. that coming. You know, you're, you're five foot two.
1: I mean, these D linemen now are so fucking tall.
0: And it kind of just felt like every time he made a good throw, he made up for it with a bad one. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't the other way around. Like it should be. So, um, but yeah, like you said, Hayden Hurst, probably a huge season coming his way. The running backs probably very involved. And beyond that, who knows? Adam Thielen was non-existent. He had a big OPI earlier in the game that, that took away a big catch, but um. Yeah, I don't know, and and then they were down DJ Sharks. I don't think that he's a game changer by any means, but um, but, but I don't know. better than
1: like a Mingo there to start the
0: season. Like you get a yeah, and Mingo guy had and like sh- one all right catch, but like
1: yeah,
2: yeah they just they just have a they have a long a lot of young um options, uh, yeah. uh, and as far as skill position goes, so it's just it's going to be long for them to gel, especially when you see Bryce Young kind of being
0: frantic and yes. you know seeing the game is going too fast for him right now i think that's a very good word for it is frantic he just de- never looks settled never look comfortable happy feet in the pocket and then um i think a guy that it might benefit the most is 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 a uh, lavisca just because of what he brings he's a good game yeah he i mean he brings that flexibility he can do a lot of short range long range mid-range he's he uses a running back kind of like out of the backfield he might see the biggest uptick uh, some
2: goal up. line backs I noticed. Tank Bigsby took that from UTN. Uh, Tyler Algier took that from Bijan Robinson. We have a write up on the waiver wire about Tyler Algier, so check that out. Um, and then um, I had I had another one, but we're talking about him later on. Um, let's see, say Flowers. How about that? That guy had a, a great day. He looked great.
0: After yeah, beyond like his just his numbers, insane. he looked good. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
1: Just like a yeah. smart guy. Like knew where to go right when he caught the ball. Knew, knew when to go down. Mm. So, I mean, it looks like he's the top guy there, which is great.
0: Which, had you asked me that, you know, during the draft, I would have said, you know, I, I wouldn't... I would have flagged that as a weakness for him. But instead, he, he appears he to have adjusted well in the NFL game. Ass
1: off. It, this, you know, pre-draft yeah. and everything.
0: Which is great. you love to see it. And, I mean, Odell and Bateman took a huge backseat. I will say... Mark Andrews wasn't there or wasn't healthy um, yep. for week one, which could impact it going forward. But uh, the Ravens offense kind of didn't really click anyways. Lamar didn't have a great game. Um, so I think I think you still have upwards mobility for for all of them to improve. But if if it's going to be in that tier with Zay Flowers at the top of the list, great for Zay Flowers owners.
2: Mm-hmm. Some San Francisco notes, Brock Purdy is that guy. Uh, <laughs> I really, really thought that he was amazing to start. Uh, and he was going a lot to Brandon Ayuk, a little bit to Debo, not as much. So it looks like Brandon Ayuk is the guy, just from week one, um, sure, maybe that's an overreaction, but uh, it, it definitely looks like Ayuk has been and has created his way into being you know, a top wide receiver in
1: the league, um, someone that should not be dismissed. I mean, we saw it last year, too. People still don't want to believe it, go over Debo, but...
0: There's just our week one. It's great to finally see a wide receiver signing in our dynasty dynasty workout for me. Four, <laughs> year, four years <laughs> in the making. <laughs> uh, and then my last little note was uh,
2: just for me personally because I have Robert Woods in a bunch of leagues. C.J. Stroud used Robert Woods a lot, which is important because rookie quarterback finding his first heart, using his guy, um, that'll be notable for fantasy in PPR formats.
0: I was going to add to that. Nico Collins got um, a lot of run from CJ crowd. Yes, yes, he did. The, the two it of them seem to be... The, and John Mechie got nearly nothing, which is interesting. Oh, He was out, I think. Oh, was well, he? He, he? I mean, he played out. the game. I thought... Well, I, I did, think... I, did I imagine it? Maybe it was oh, Tank Dell. Sure. Am I mixing up with Tank Dell? Yeah, Tank Del, I did, did see Tank Dell. Tank Dell. Tank Dell had a handful of touches. Yeah. That was it. Okay, sorry.
2: Um, But we were, we were mentioning it before. Uh, this is the difference between Bryce Young and what he's doing with his receiving core and cj stroud and his it's the style of quarterback that's going to help wide receivers i think cj stroud is better fitted for fantasy than bryce young is we Um, said it all through the draft process yes we did yep just gotta keep just gotta now now the results are showing so we can toot our horn um
0: all right so getting into top talents i've talked a lot so someone else take over I mean, I won't mind taking this one if you guys don't mind. Uh, the top talents at quarterback are, shockingly, I would say, not so shocking on the first one with the two, but the honorable mention going to Mac Jones in second place. Is that correct? Am I reading that right? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Um, I, I know there was a prop bet out there in, in uh, DraftKings for Mac Jones over 200 yards, and I think I, I shopped around to a lot of people. I'm not going to touch that. No um, one touched so, it. <laughs> no, side. Yeah, because it's boosted <laughs> at like plus 100. I'm like, I, yeah. I still can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, against um a Philadelphia team that we've seen be so good in the past, uh, I'm blown away. It, it makes the Patriots. It, it, he made some mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but fantasy wise, put up the points. Uh, makes the Patriots look like a like a competent NFL offense, which we haven't seen in in a full year. So gives a lot of uh, credence to the Patriots players. I don't want to spend too much time on the second-place guy, though. Tua absolutely dominated. Um, fantastic game out of Tua. Now, we saw him do this last year, and then we saw him get hurt. But if he can stay healthy, um, I guess the Charger defense, too, it, on paper has, is always solid. I know he picked on J.C. Jackson quite a bit, which seems to be a repeat of last year. But Tua goes up and uh, puts up 466 yards, three touchdowns, and only the one pick. I mean, that's a great game. If he can, If he can put that on repeat week after week, against other defenses in the league that I, I think are a lot of them are inferior to the Chargers overall. Um he, we could be staring down the barrel of a great season for Tua, which we saw last year. He just gotta stay healthy. Big, big, uh the big asterisk there, staying healthy. Do you think that Terry Kill and Jalen Waddle can both go over fifteen hundred yards? I honestly think so, yeah. Um yeah. there's just you see other guys though get involved, which makes me Kind of flex on that stance. Like we saw River Craycraft, uh, be involved in the offense. We saw Braxton Barrios get deep targets. We saw Durham Smythe involved in the offense. Um, which makes me think there's only so many yards to go around. But if two of throws for 4,500 yards, why couldn't the two top dogs in the league really, or at least on that offense, combine for 3,000? That's it's really not even that much of a market share for them. I hate
2: saying it, but it's I fun to it. watch them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. I. <laughs> I would honestly, after this weekend, I would put Miami at the the top of the AFC East division. For I completely agree.
2: Yep. I completely agree, especially what you see out of Buffalo, and of course, the Aaron Rodgers injury.
0: So yeah, Aaron Rodgers injury makes you know the Jets a lot less scary. Their defense is still elite, we know that, but Josh Allen's decision making is problematic, and he looks to have regressed significantly. So um, I think right now it could be Miami at the top of the league. Buffalo, let's give them another week before we put a nail in their coffin, and then. Patriots, Jets, for the Patriot, time being. It's, just, mm-hmm. just because of the Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Zach Wilson, if he comes out and is competent, sure. But yeah. i I never put eggs in that basket. Yeah, and then just
1: a few more. Uh, Jordan Love, QB3. Uh, QB4, Anthony Richardson. QB5, Deshaun Watson. This, is like this list there. is
0: peppered by the question marks that we had for the offseason. Can Anthony Richardson do it? Yeah, apparently for fantasy you can. Can Jordan is Love? Jordan, is Jordan Love competent? I said he wasn't. Boom! I'll eat that pie, that that crow pie. And then, um, what can I? He's right in front of me. Deshaun Watson. I we all said, does is he going to be better after a full camp? Apparently, yes. Amari Cooper also dodged a major injury. Looked like he was going to be done Yeah, I mean so Deshaun completely. didn't have a,
1: a lot of yards. I think a lot of it came with um, rushing, plus his right. touchdown. So all counts. It does. Yeah, it's true. All right. Um, I'll start with the running backs. RB1, Aaron Jones absolutely crushed it. Um, you got this guy laid, so I think that that's a huge win. Austin Eckler, no surprise there. Him and CMC tied with 24.4 points each. Um, the fourth one is shocking. We talked about it before, but Tyler Algier, 22.9 points. Uh, two rushing touchdowns, two w- which were from the goal line. Uh, and then Tony Pollard, 21.2 on Monday night. And it could have been even better than that if you know Dallas didn't just bench their starters after the uh, quarter three.
0: Yeah, Dowdle played almost the whole fourth quarter, it
2: seems. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how early early they pulled Dak because, to be honest, I fell asleep <laughs> with, the, with the way that that game was going. I was like, I'm yeah, not going to watch like, the, yeah, the Giants halftime. get smoked.
1: I had Dak, yeah, too, I, and I it's know, like yeah. he didn't have to throw the ball at all. So like no one really did well. So you like, don't look at it like the offense is bad. They just yeah. didn't have to do anything besides run the clock out
0: to start the second quarter. Yeah, 24 pass attempts for Dak is one of the lowest we've seen um, out of a, a Cowboy offense in a long time. Uh, but the running backs, the, the top running backs, look a lot more similar or more like you thought they might. Um, Aaron Jones leading the way while – not a total surprise. I mean, maybe in first place is a surprise. You like to see him usually in the top three or four. He's, he's always a candidate to be up there. But Eckler, CMC, Tony Pollard are guys that you might have pegged to be up that high. Algier's the real frigging surprise there. I mean, taking goal line touches away from Bijan Robinson and giving them to Algier. Maybe it's a rookie thing. Maybe it's a safety thing. Maybe it's a health thing. Maybe it's just Algier's better on the goal line. Maybe it's easing him in. I don't know. But if this is going to continue all year long, I love Algiers' season long value. Um, th- there's no reason to dislike what he did on the field this week. I mean, I'm starting both until there's a reason for me not to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a-, a lot of these guys, um, I would start two guys in the backfield. I know AJ Dillon didn't have a great week behind Aaron Jones, but Joshua Kelly had a fantastic week behind Austin Eckler. So it yep. shows there's a lot of looks to go around. Um, I mean, Rico Dowdle behind Tony Pollard is not really a start. He played because of the, um, the blowout status. But um the one that shocked me more than anything was that Elijah Mitchell did absolutely nothing behind CMC when all mm-hmm. the stories said that he was going to be heavily involved. And mm-hmm. that game was kind of sort of a blowout. So there was no reason not to see Elijah Mitchell and we didn't see much of him. Yeah. There's a lot of CMC all game. Yeah. Which, Hey, I guess he's going to go hot hand this year. If that's the plan, great. CMC should be sitting pretty
1: again. Mm-hmm. All right, Craig. Do you want to take the wide
2: receivers? I will jump in. Um, small flex. I took this picture from my phone, and it shows that the top two receivers are on my team. Um, Tyree Kill had I thirty-nine. <laughs> I just noticed it now, so um, uh, not not pre-planned. Um, Tyree Kill. Obviously, everyone knows he had the best day. Two hundred was, I think, two hundred fifteen yards, two touchdowns on fifteen targets, eleven receptions. It's crazy. You know he. He was incredible. He was Tyreek uh, Hill. Uh, we've seen for the last eight years. So he's going to keep keep that up. Brandon Ayuk, that's the one that I think we already hinted at earlier. It, it, great game. Like an, an incredible, like really showing himself to be one of the top wide receivers in the league with 129 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Uh, let would see. We had Jacoby Myers are also already mentioned 24.6 fantasy points. Here's one. Kendrick Bourne, also listed as open on waivers and in our waiver wire article. So he gets six receptions, 64 yards, two touchdowns. Now, he did actually have, I think, two drops where he could have even boosted this number a little bit more. Um, But he found his way. Those are early on, and he found his way later. So it was really the real deal watching this game. Um, Let's all talk about it.
0: It's just crazy to I think the Patriots could have Bourne and Myers if they didn't sign Juju. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I mean eleven targets, you said you know, two drops. One drop was that interception. It was a bad throw by Mac. Probably should have had it, but there was another drop that it was just a bad drop, and he knew it. But the fact that they went right back to him, not saying, All right, Juju if now. He didn't drop another one. Let's that. go to Boudier, let's let's go to Gasecki instead. Game plan didn't change. Let's go right back to where we, you know, think and this we're going to win. They didn't win, but it was their best case to do it through Bourne. And this is the difference between if I can use the line
2: again, just to repeat myself, between the pencil wielding elf and
0: Bill O'Brien. You use legitimate your talent. You, 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 you use <laughs> you your go best back receiver. To him. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I mean, yeah. like, we've we've talked about the Mac Jones-Kendrick Bourne relationship for years seemingly now. Like, he is his favorite target. That's just a fact. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. So, if Bourne is going to be on the field finally, I mean, Scott, how are you feeling? It's it's your uh, bold prediction of the year. I Like, you're sitting great.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's my boldest reception yards is going to have the most of it. I think he still does with 64 but he's my Darth Rowe. Um, Pretty much I mentioned, you know, just, just two years ago, his first year in New England, he was a wide receiver three in fantasy, which people kind of forget about. So you know what he yep. can do with him. Last year, DOC didn't like him, didn't play him. Not his fault, but like, you know, he talked back to him one time. Patricia's like, yeah, no, you, you're not playing. And you saw what happened. So he's on the field. Fantastic see if you can have a few more of these games again or just be a little more consistent. But great start. Yep,
2: definitely. And to finalize the top 5 is Stefan Diggs with 21 points. Uh fairly uh, expected, I would say. Um I mean he he had a tough matchup in Sauce Gardner, but you know it's it's the only lone wide receiver in Buffalo with Josh Allen. We
0: expect him to do good things. I'd like to go back and check, but I bet you that's one of the best receiving performances against Sauce Gardner and uh, one-on-one coverages that we've seen since Sauce has been in the league. Because I came into this game, I think I was up by like 17 points, and I lost by a handful. Kid just had Stephon Diggs. I thought I was, thought I was golden with Sauce blanketing him, and just didn't work out that way.
2: Just peppered him. He had 13 yeah. targets, 10, Ten of targets.
0: Any, I mean, one was a push off too that got got called back yep. for OPI. Yeah. I mean. Whatever, what are you gonna do? Steph Diggs is nasty. You can't be that upset about it. We expect to see him on this list all the time.
1: And then let's get would- into the tight ends that we, have of course, <laughs> just like just like we
0: drew it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, these are mm-hmm. guys that probably went undrafted in most of your leagues. Um, I would Hunter Henry. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I, unless you're Scott and you draft Hunter Henry in most formats, um, I didn't
1: <laughs> I didn't draft him in any redraft leagues. Oh, well, like when, when, when we were kicking the around reaction vampire, vampire reaction and uh and oh, yeah. I have <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> to. I oh, like check. Uh,
0: <laughs> what was the other one? The um the TSF league. We're like, oh, who do we take at tight end? And we tossed around all these names, and we end up with Jawan Johnson, Johnson, who didn't quite pan out, but <laughs> could have had Hunter Henry, fourteen point one points. Hayden Hurst, we talked about twelve point six. Uh Parham was on nobody's radar. I don't think no uh, one t- nine point what zero nine per- point six. Zero percent. Yeah. Blake Bell, who was you know viable because of the Kelsey out. And then the only guy that you would expect to see in a top five, TJ Hawkinson with a meager 7.5 points to, to round out our top five. Like
1: it, it just shows you when Kelsey and Andrews missed the weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. this is what we're going to yep. look like. And Kittle and was a little bit are, hurt
0: going to the game too. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kittle hurt but, me. I've, I've Kittle in a lot of, and leagues. Waller too. Yeah. So yeah, that's top four yeah, guys. I think Evan Ingram like is just off this. I think he was 7.4. Yeah. Um, but he, again, that's not a guy you put in the top five on a regular basis. So, um, interesting list tight ends one that turns over a lot we'll probably see five new names next week
2: yeah and just yeah, last sure. thing on it too though um and hunter henry bill o'brien this is a note that i have but i removed so that we can talk about it here bill o'brien loved his tight ends right right when he was here we all know about him hunter henry could be in for a big season he should be a get on the waiver wire for sure
0: yeah, I love the Hunter Henry addition for a pickup, especially if you're a team streaming tight ends, or you know you just don't have one of those top guys locked in. Uh, he'll probably be boomer bust all season long. He'll go from this to nothing to this again. But if there's a better guy to take a chance on, I, I don't know what his name is because he seems involved. He seemed he made some great catches too. He seemed invigorated. that one handed catch for the first down. Oh, it's amazing. I kept the I kept the drive alive. So, um, hey, tight ends, love them. Love him or lick him.
1: <laughs> well, we can go through the bust of the week. Oh, uh, really? Quarterback, Joe Burrow, 3.2. Ryan Stop. Tannehill, 5.4. And Dak uh, Prescott, 6.3. And Daniel Jones, like who's DJ?
0: Daniel Jones, <laughs> 6.5. Brutal week. I mean, uh, three out of four of these guys are starters in – a lot of formats, two of them are guaranteed between Joe Barrow and Dak. Brutal, brutal weeks. I mean, you probably lost your matchup because of these. I mean and Dak wasn't. I'll say slot. Dak, yeah, Dak was game flow. Joe Barrow got embarrassed.
1: Yep. You want to take yeah, the running know. backs?
0: Yeah, running backs. Najee 4.3. DeAndre Swift, 0. 0.8, 6, whatever. Antonio Gibson, uh just as embarrassing, point four. Uh, Zach Charbonnet, the guy who was supposed to dethrone Kenneth Walker, 1.1, 1. 1, and Dion Jackson, 1.3, the guy who's supposed to have a wide-open backfield with no other healthy guys there. So, a lot of letdowns, and again, we have guys that are definite starters between Najee, Swift, Antonio Gibson, um, and then guys that were supposed to be the next big thing with Charbonnet and potentially Deion Jackson, depending on how you look at them for the first few weeks. So, a lot of letdowns in these. I mean, I, I personally have Najee in a league, and uh, I felt but very victimized by him. I did send him a letter uh, strongly worded. So hopefully I'll hear back soon. I also have Deandre Swift. So maybe I'm not the best guy to talk to about running backs. Um, Just a brutal week. I mean, Deandre Swift was probably one of the bigger surprises considering how effective Gainwell was and Swift just didn't even see the field. So, um, and then you add to that, the, the, the healthy scratch for Rashad Penny, Uh, Boston Scott, I guess is still there, but he wasn't necessarily the most effective. So, Weird all around. Yep. Wide receivers.
1: um, Jamar Chase, 6.6. T. Higgins, 0. Drake London, 0. Ty Lockett, 2. Christian Kirk, 1.4. And Kadir Tony, 0.5. Very bad week for a lot of these starters.
0: Yeah, guys, you expect to contribute... uh at a high level did absolutely nothing. Um, I was going to toss another name in here too, was uh, chase Claypool with zero. We talked briefly about him and his role in the, uh, the bears offense. And no, none of the receivers really had a good game. Mooney didn't DJ Moore didn't, but a flat out zero and uh chase Claypool was getting dogged online by bears fans for uh, his lack of effort. So because he came. Yeah, he can't block and missing Nikhil, Harry never thought we'd say that, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think I can make a sentence together without my internet going out now. Um, yeah, and, and Tony was a laughingstock, especially when we were talking about the whole Giants thing. That was going got to get back to that. we got to keep making sure that everyone knows that he was doing so terrible. Yeah, because um, so, Tony, I
0: saw, had like a negative 2.6 efficiency rating or something, and somebody <laughs> said, like, to explain that in layman's terms, it's every three balls thrown his way resulted in a touchdown for the opposing team. <laughs> That's so bad. It's, like, got to be the worst NFL history.
1: Yeah, it's bad.
2: Well, I don't know, uh, that Nate Peterman guy. Um, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> um, all sports. right, tight ends. Dallas Goddard, zero. That was a big one. Uh, David Njoku was one people were really hoping to uh, see uh, come up and play well, especially with the, the Watson playing well. Uh, he got 3.4 points. Chigakonkwu was not used, so he got a zero. And then George Kittle, like we talked about earlier, a little hurt, so he got 3.4 points. Um not a
1: good week for tight ends. No, no not at all. You're going to see this at a Kittle, not most weeks, but probably half the season. You're going to see yes. something like this, and you see the 30-point. But get used to this. Um, the Chig one didn't work out. We'll get to that. Actually, no, we're not on the whole fold. Drop the guy. Um, Got it, though. That was shocking. Fat, fat zero. I mean, I know he's third in the pecking order, but still, like, not even one catch. All right, no, talk, stop talking about the, the shit bums of the week. Get into some hold'em, fold'em. Week one. This is always a tough one because, you know, you don't want to let go of your guys just yet. You drafted the best team. They're going to be awesome. You're not wrong. Um, but we're here... We're here to tell you that you probably are some and tell ourselves that we're probably wrong too. Oh, come on. The first one, (laughs) Deandre Swift and Rashad Penny. Craig. Going to you.
2: We actually kind of talked about this earlier and I I didn't even think about it before the whole short week, um, which I'm going with, by the way, have not confirmed if this is, if they are actually playing Thursday night, but if they are and Kenneth is hurt, I guess you don't drop Swift and Penny now. But I was thinking maybe you really start to think about, you know, dropping Penny, who was a healthy scratch. Swift, I'd say, hold on to anyway, because you never know what can happen. He did just
1: get to the team this past season. They do play Thursday. So, yeah. Okay. Those, so definitely later. hold both then. Yeah. I. Uh, so I'm, I'm holding Swift because of that. Penny, go ahead. But you'll see in our Web article. There are some running backs I want to get over him. That's Like I, I, I'm getting Kyron over him, Algier all day, his teammate Gainwell. Um, a healthy scratch week one is is never a good sign. Like If he's healthy, then okay, it might be more bought to Scott then, and Rashad's getting 5% snap share.
0: Yeah, the he's, list goes pretty deep for guys I would take over Rashad Penny. Like if they're available in your league, like you said, Kyron, Algier... I would add Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, Josh Kelly. Um, like the, These are all guys I would take a, a flyer on over a healthy scratch week one guy. So um, if those guys are out there, I, I'd say you could go ahead and drop them. But short of that, if it's a deeper, you're in a dynasty league or something like that. I, I mean, you're called most of your players in dynasty leagues, but deeper bench, something like that, where you get a lot of players that are already on rosters um i probably hold him just to see because it's very possible he could he could be healthy this week and maybe they're trying to ease him in who knows what the what the plan is the flip side is they play minnesota so he's very droppable minnesota just shut down the Tampa Bay run game Rashad white looked very ineffective so um i have no problem if you want to drop penny i personally am not dropping swift but penny is definitely uh, a hot seat guy for me one more one more healthy scratch, and I'll guarantee you I drop him next week. <laughs> you bet percent You better, yeah. He stopped playing. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh second,
1: Kadarius Tony Sky Moore.
0: I'm not dropping Tony. Um, I think people are allowed to have bad games. That happens to the best of us. I will, however, pile on Tony every opportunity I get. Um I still think he has a lot of talent, and they're obviously throwing him the ball. He couldn't make mistakes if they weren't throwing him the ball. So, uh, I'm going to keep him on my roster for now. Sky Moore, I don't know. He seemed less involved than other guys on the team, like a Rishi, uh, Rishi Rice, MVS, um, and Kelsey's coming back probably this week. So, if you're looking at other guys out there on your waiver wire at wide receiver, I would cut Sky Moore. If you're looking at Puka. Nakua, Nakwa, not have to share how to say his name if you're looking at Tutu atwell. Um, any of the other guys in our waiver article, I would I would cut Skymore for them.
2: Agree with More. Uh, he was someone that was coming on late on the scene saying that he might be getting more work, but as it's clearly shown that's not happening. Even Justin Watson got more work than Skymore. Yep. Kadarius Tony, yes, you keep. He's he's too talented not to uh not to have him and I know a lot of people want to jump off a bridge with him right now.
0: Yep, I agree with both of you guys. Gibby. Antonio Gibbison. I hold him. I think you have to, especially based on where you likely drafted him. Uh, I think you also came out and you saw a an Arizona team that was fired up. Everybody said they're tanking, and you had players out there that said, screw you, we're still playing football, and they put on an, a hell of a performance. Antonio Gibson probably comes out next week and, and proves everybody wrong. He should be on rosters. I'll hold him for a week. For one week, yes. Scary part is Brian I have Robinson to. Was effective. He's, he's my sleeper, so
1: you know I have <laughs> yep. n- no choice. I actually don't own him anywhere, even though he's my sleeper. I'll go pick him up and trade him to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't have a lot of confidence, especially in the like snap numbers. Thirty five percent behind Brad Robinson. Um, I I would say with the scarcity at, at running back position outside of the ones we've already talked about on waiver wire um actually I'd probably keep Gibson over Kelly um
0: but maybe that's the only one uh he's he's on the cut cut list for me well the scary thing is that Chris sure. Rodriguez equaled um him in touches yeah that that's that's alarming while Brian Robinson had 16 19 carries
1: yeah, yeah, for Gibson, you were hoping he'd line up in the slot too, but that was not the case at yeah, all. Nothing.
2: So, uh, let's see, Dion
0: Jackson, uh, he sucked. I will cut him. I think we I'll talked about him. this before.
1: I'll cut him. Uh, e- yeah. e- even though oven Hull is on the IR, I'm cutting him because what he, I think Craig said it. Zach Moss is probably back week two. If not him, it's is is, is Jake Funk there too in the school? practice squad he's probably somewhere but you know <laughs> you got cream hunt that visited there they'll find someone else and jt's back in week five so
2: yeah i don't right. really even the thing is, is i don't even want to start a running back for the colts right now anthony Richardson, right. didn't he run into them.
0: he ran in one for sure i don't know one and maybe he had two. yeah but either way like he's the only guy there and he sucked so he's not going to get better with more miles to yeah. feed
1: you can keep him but you're not going to start him so what's the point like exactly. stash a better guy in case.
0: Yep. Zachary Charbonnet. Okay. So this is going to fly in the face of everything I just said, but I'm going to hold him. <laughs> but that's purely because I have faith that he's an actual good running back. And the Seahawks kind of get exposed by, uh by the Rams. I think they kind of get punched in the mouth and never recovered from it. They're going to come back with a better game plan next week and they'll be effective.
2: Yeah. So they didn't actually use Charbonnet, which was a bit more concerning but I think it's possibly in the fact that I don't know what they plan on using him as far as scheme wise and 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 what they're actually running or design plays to him. But they're 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 facing um, the Aaron Donald, so it's it's kind of hard to hate on the guy that was definitely a a gap running back not playing. So you hold on to him.
1: Hold. Drake, Uh, Drake London. London. Yeah. I I think he's definitely hold for me just because the guy is too talented. The zero was was scary. And we'll get to the other two guys uh, below him. But the team played well and they won with running the ball. And they didn't need to use Drake, London. So if they're going to do that all season, that scares the shit out of me. But I'll hold them for now.
0: Yeah, so Desmond Ritter played that game manager role that we said he needed to play in order for the Falcons to have success. Problem is that that game manager role resulted in a fifteen for eighteen passing line with one hundred and fifteen yards. That's like barely good enough for one top tier receiver in terms of yardage. I mean, if you had fifteen catches, it'd be a great game, but one hundred fifteen yards, no touch, or he threw one touchdown. That's like that's less than Tyreek Hill had. So, um. I'll hold him because of who Drake London is, where you drafted him, what you expected him to do, but you got to have a short leash on that. If you see another repeat performance, um, I'm not feeling good about it. Silver lining, he was blanketed by JC Horn, who was nasty. Um, If you maybe get a better, more favorable matchup, maybe he's more open. He did only have one target, so maybe he was just covered.
2: Yeah, I think this offense is ever-changing. I think they haven't figured everything else out yet. Well, yes, it worked. I think that they're going to be progressing with their young talent. I don't get rid of them just off of this. I mean, who are you going to replace them with, really? So uh, I, I hold for now, but I'm not starting him.
0: I mean, I, I said he had Desmond Ritter had 15 completions, nine of them went to running backs, and one was to himself for minus <laughs> six yards. So the,
1: the, the passes from quarterbacks to themselves. I've never seen that right. in my entire life. Happened, what,
0: three times? Yeah, him, Stroud, and... Uh,
1: was it Young?
2: Yeah, it could have been Young. I I do know that... I think it was Ritter's first attempt and
0: Stroud's first attempt
1: that's that hilarious. it happened with. That's, that's insane. Like, And it's a bad thing to do because you should just bat the ball down in completion, but they just right. didn't yeah. know that well, Especially
0: yet. if you're going like, to... Stroud gained like a yard or was like close to the line of scrimmage. Desmond Ritter lost six yards. <laughs> what <a> go, dude. <laughs> so it's a like, catch and like, is it a sack? I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy, but yeah, I mean, he had two completions of pits, three to Mac Collins, nine to running backs and the one to himself. That's it for the day. That's that's something else. That's bad.
1: Uh, Tyler Lockett. Um, I'm holding him. Um, yeah, is he in concussion
0: he, protocol, though?
1: He did get hurt. So that's like he missed at least half the game. Maybe not that much, but um, Seahawks didn't look great. They're going to step up. he better so you gotta assume lockett's part of that plan
0: yeah he is in concussion protocol but of oh no he avoided a concussion but he got his bell wrong so he didn't come back in um the scary part is that jsn didn't do anything once he was out but uh for now yeah i'll hold lockett and hope that he gets back the whole seahawks offense was a letdown from what we expected to see so i'm not cutting the whole team so i'm not cutting an individual piece of it yet bide your time
2: Yep, no way overreaction here. I'm holding on to him. Same thing with the next one, too, on the list. T. Higgins, not going to overreact with the big old goose egg. Uh, I am going to overreact about the fact that I didn't know his number changed and I still have his old 85 jersey and I'm really pissed about it.
1: Yeah, that confused me. Like, that's Higgins. Like, dude, you could have changed it last year. You had yeah, options exactly. it last year. Like, you do it now. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: also horrible branding for himself, but what are you going to do?
1: You hold him. And I, st- I start him th- this week as well. Completely agreed. Agreed. K Maker is the last one.
0: I will hold him. Um, I-, I think he he had an interesting start to the season again, but I think it's going to be him and Kyron Williams as a one A one B, whichever week is or whichever one's the A one week, whichever one's the B doesn't matter. I think they're both startable together. Honestly.
2: I'd have to agree. I think we've talked about at length the people that are on the waiver wire as far as their 50-50 running back situation. and This is the same thing, so you keep the same guy.
1: Yep. He's a hold. Um he might be on this list in a few weeks, depending, you know, if Kyron really does take over the backfield like we saw last week. Especially towards the end. But for right now, you hold on to hey, We take saw course. last year you can you can he could crawl
2: out of the doghouse. Yeah, so. he, that was I mean
1: that was annoying because you dropped him. Then he's oh, he's getting a cut. Actually, we're gonna give him another shot and he just crushed it.
0: <laughs> and I mean twenty two carries is still nothing to you know snub your nose at. He he has a, a lot harder matchup this week with San Fran. He might be a harder start depending on what your lineup looks like, but yeah, I wouldn't start him regardless carries, carries, yeah. of wherever he plays against.
1: All right, that, that does it. Week one in the books. In the books. Week two coming out. you. We got the Vikings and Eagles on Thursday. Uh, Vikings had a tough loss this week, so ooh, that's. I think they go zero and two. I don't know. I mean, Philly didn't look great
0: either against the Patriots, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Philly didn't look good. Like you said, against the Pats, I think the Vikings have a more volatile offense than the Pats do. So. They do
2: have a worse defense That's Than, do than do. the Patriots defense Their secondary so. is, is still so bad Maybe hopefully we can get a Thursday night game With high scoring to start the year I know oh, last nice, week right? was, was good But that was you know supposed to be That was game one matchup But Thursday night football is usually a letdown So let's hope for something good
1: yep, I yeah. agree. Alright who wants to take us out?
0: Oh I can do it Since I showed up late I'll take us out you Got it for all the boys of Top Shelf Fantasy, we wish you a great, merry week one. See you boys in week two, hopefully, with a lot more success than our fantasy teams. As always, stay fluid and stay loose. Top Shell Fantasy.
2: Stay fluid. Stay loose.